Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome back to the REI Network podcast with me, Gavin Timms. It has been a crazy week, guys. As I am recording this, a lot has been happening. I'm currently, as you see on my backdrop, I'm in my RV. I'm in Michigan as I record this, and we just bought our family lake house, brought everyone out out of that uh, in Michigan on uh, Twin Lake, Michigan, which is about about 20 minutes north of Grand Haven, an hour north of Grand Rapids. Okay, Michigan is absolutely amazing in the summer, so we just bought this. We're going to put a lot of money into it and fix it up and this is going to kind of be my summer getaway here in Michigan but I just wanted to get on and kind of talk about the week. It's been insane. I've been doing a lot of coaching calls this week. And would you believe in the last seven days as I record this, that I have done five coaching calls in seven days in five different states. Okay. I was just been in uh, Florida for a week. Uh, So on the Monday, I was in Florida. Tuesday and Wednesday, I was in Savannah. I left them for Michigan and stopped at a rest stop to do a call in Tennessee. And then obviously got to Michigan. I went to Michigan and did a call there and then went to St. Louis for a two-day event, and I had to do a coaching call there. So that's literally five different states, five coaching calls, and that is the beauty of being a real estate investor, being virtual so I can do these things. Now, obviously, it's hectic. Am I just living the dream, doing five calls in five states? No, but that's not the takeaway. The takeaway is that you can literally do this business from absolutely anywhere, from a phone or laptop, if you are set up correctly. Now, we've had a lot of challenges in that as well, because when I got to Michigan, okay, obviously I flew straight out within two days to St. Louis for a two-day event. And as I'm back here, it has just continued, all right? The chaos. What I found out is I thought I was all prepared to buy the lake house. I had a house selling in Birmingham, Alabama, one of our flips, and it funded for, it funded on the Thursday, and we should have been funded in the bank on the Friday, okay, last Friday, as I'm recording this, and we had a problem. We were using a national lender. Now, the first thing I want you to take away of travel life is that nothing really happens the way it's supposed to be, and you need to be able to adapt, right? I'm not going to sit here and make out that my investing career is absolutely spot on and nothing goes wrong. It couldn't be far from the truth. I'm just in it just like you guys. Now, obviously, I have great a team around me, that handle the day-to-days, but that doesn't mean that it always goes to plan. So we closed this house in Birmingham, Alabama, I think for 250 or 255,000. It funds, uh, we have a buyer in, everything's going well. It funds, everyone signs on Thursday, no problem. All of a sudden, there's $750 missing out of the pot. So I'm thinking funding on Friday, I'm then going to move the money to close on the Michigan house on Wednesday. So I have time. Everything's going to plan. All of a sudden, there's $750 and we're using a national lender. Now, the first takeaway from this, if you're flipping homes, is if you're going to make, if you're going to take an offer on a house on a retail buyer, I highly recommend from my experience now to use a local lender because we were using Chase. Again, nothing against Chase but it's a big organization. 
it's a big bang and things aren't happening very quickly. They have a lot going on. They have a lot of clients and we're just getting left trying to figure this thing out. So get this. We signed and closed, thought it was done on Thursday, $750 missing. Something was happened wrong on the hood. Didn't get caught. We're waiting for the money. We get it funded Wednesday morning. So nearly a whole week from closing that we actually got funded. And guess what happens? I'm funding the property on Wednesday, the same day. So I'm obviously panicking, going, right, what am I going to do? Am I going to have to move closing? Which I already did once because of this property taking longer because of this lender. So what I decided to do, I didn't know it was coming. It was going to be Monday. It was going to be Tuesday. Well, guess what? Wednesday morning, it actually got funded. My next problem is I bank with Wells Fargo. Now, Wells Fargo, there is no Wells Fargo banks in Michigan. But don't I was already prepared for this. So I called ahead of time when I was in Savannah two weeks ago and said, hey, I've got this closing. I don't have a bank near me. So what are we going to do when it comes to closing? Oh, there's a way around. You can do an online wire, which they don't like you to do. But if you don't have a bank, then we, there's ways around it. It's a lot of work, but we can make it happen. Okay, no problem. So we come to wire. I give them a heads up. Hey, I'm waiting for this money on uh, that's going to hit now Tuesday, apparently. And we fund Wednesday. I think I can do it. And and then I talked to the bank and they were like, yeah, we can work on it, but we're waiting. I ended up then speaking to one of the bank managers uh, and they were like, no, we can't do this. You have to go to a bank. I said, I'm four and a half hours away. There's no chance I can go to a bank. It's not going to happen. I'm not driving four and a half hours to south of Chicago just to go to Wells Fargo to wire you the money. I'd already talked to someone. We went back and forth. And this was a problem. So I got him on board, talked to my original person. I'm like, no, we can do it. Just don't listen. I'll, I'll figure it out. So, all right, I think we can make this work. The money hits on Wednesday. Now the money, 200, get this, 232000 after closing costs and fees and everything hits my account. Now I want to wire 147000 back out. So they're like, I get back on the phone, they're like, look, we can put this in, but I just don't think it's going to go through. And I was like, what do you mean it's not going to go through? Well, one, you have 232000 pending, and now you want to wire out 147000 and you want to do it over the phone because you're not near a bank. So I, we We'll do it, but it's going to get kicked out. And we're pretty confident. And I was like, well, this is great. So again, work around. So I called the title company in Michigan for the lake house. And I said, hey, we've got a bit of a problem. And this is what's going on. Can we come in and sign everything? And then obviously hold everything off until it funds, which is going to either be tomorrow or Friday. I'm going to have to drive to the south of Chicago and get this done. And they said, yeah, no problem. So on Wednesday, we go, we all go and sign, get it done. We delay the closing in terms of the funding on the lake house Why I try and figure this out. So then what we did was on Thursday, it's now hit my account officially from pending to now I actually have the money. It is cleared the account and then the process start. Okay. And we were able to get it funded over the telephone. And what that means is, and I just wanted to explain again to everybody that does this, if you are traveling, these are things that don't go so well. And this is just reality. So you can actually fund, you don't need to be in a bank, you can do a wire over the phone, they don't like to do it. And there's a three step process that happens. Okay. Number one is the bank of my original banker that works directly with me. 
called me to verify who I was. They asked me my name. They asked me my date of birth, some basic questions, and the account that the, the, the money was going to go out of. So I answered that. They said, hey, in a few hours, you're going to expect there's going to be somebody else calling you to verify some of the things. Make sure you answer your phone. No problem. So the next person calls. They want to know what was the la- what bank it's coming from, the amount of money that's going, the last transaction in the bank. And that was pretty much it on that one. And then they said, you may get a third call. Well, I didn't get a third call. What actually happened was that they called where the money was going to. So they called the title company and spoke to the closing uh, agent there and basically said, hey, and as soon as you went, you're you're calling on behalf of Gavin Timms. And they're like, oh, so you are expecting the money. This is really supposed to be happening. Yes, for this amount. So they covered that. So they got the questions. I didn't know that that actually happened until I went to pick up the paperwork. So as far as I know, that didn't happen, right? And I'm getting now the days going on Thursday. Is it funding? Is it funding? Because I've now gone to the resort that I'm driving four and a half hours to the bank. This doesn't fund because apparently there's no way around it if it gets kicked out. And then I call about 4.45 Eastern and she says, it's just funded. You're good. I'm like, oh, thank you. Okay, I don't have to go. So then I called the title company and she said, yes, we have the money. And I come up, come, I'm going to process everything, come and pick up the paperwork tomorrow. So it was only on the Friday when I got there and she said, I said, well, they were going to call me the third time and they didn't. They were like, oh, no, they called me. And I was like, what, really? So that must be the process. So they do two different people call me and then a third person calls the, where the money's going to make sure it's legit. Now, obviously, I'm thankful thankful that 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 happens because obviously wire fraud that was the whole point and i even got short insurance on the wire just in case and all these things but it was kind of stressful and crazy and this sometimes what happens in real estate so there's a couple of learning things here that i wanted to pick from that transaction was one if you're flipping homes i would work with local banks if possible so when you're accepting the offer don't just look at highest and best but look at who is actually going to be, who is the mortgage are going to be with on this property. And from my experience, I would go local because again, you can get things done a lot faster and a lot smoother. So that was big for us. And we're going to be looking at that moving forward, but also traveling when you're out of state and you don't have a bank, what are you going to do? And, you know, I didn't have, I, well, I thought I had everything in place, but it was a lot harder than I thought. But it turns out it can be done. It's a three-step process. You just need to get everyone on board. And what was unique about this is I wasn't still 100% confident, so I called all the banks around. And I spoke to a bank bank manager and said, in Savannah, another one, they said, we have never done this before. Okay, we have never actually done this before. I don't know what you're talking about. We can't do it, as in terms of the, the phone wire. So I was like... That's insane. I've been told I can do it. No, we've never heard of this. We, we can't do it. So it goes to show it just depends on who you're talking with. So just because it's a big bank, it's a, it's a big lender. And think about it when you're talking with your attorneys and things like that. No means no for that person. But you have to keep going. You have to keep calling until you get a yes. All right. Because even in Wells Fargo, a, ma- a huge bank, They're telling me in one office that's four miles apart from another office, talking to one bank manager or to another bank manager and saying, one say I can do it and one say I can't do it. So that goes to show, just like your attorneys, is is, uh, wholesaling legal? Is creative finance legal? Is can I do this and can I do that? And they say no. 
that doesn't mean someone else isn't going to do it. And that just really, I wanted to get that message across because that just proves to me that, of course, if it's happening at the highest level, when everyone uh, with a national bank, then it's going to happen in your local market, right? So that when a mortgage lender says no, or a realtor says you can't do that, don't just say, well, that's it. And even with an attorney, you need to find the people that are creative and the people that are willing to go to the steps. Because let's be honest, if I'm a banker, this is a lot of hassle. I have to be in, included on a four-way email with all these people, and i got to make sure this and this, and I don't want to do any of that. So I'm going to be lazy and say no, or legit, they may not know, right? I'm not accusing them of being lazy, but that, ha that happens. So you need to get around the right people that are going to make things happen. And this is why networking, I normally have my networking on, but I don't. I have my prime home buyers, my real estate company. Prime home, prime home buyers is, is one of the companies that we do our real estate through. Uh, but my ROI network is networking is so important. Okay, you're only as good as, again, your network, right, of people to get things done, to give you a helping hand. And I'm sure if you have the, if you give back, um, just like, and I could tell story after story, I'm a relationships person. So just with my closing person at title, you know, she said, hey, like we had a couple of bad reviews. It was nothing. She was explaining, do you mind if you give us a review? No, you've been amazing. You've done great. You know, you've literally done everything. And we got creative. We moved it out of a trust and deeded it. We did a quick claim deed into a family member's name so we could save like 11, 1200 bucks on the transfer taxes for this house. And we got, you know, that was my idea. And she was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. So she worked with me. She was really good. So we gave her a great review and she's like, hey, like I know people in the area and I'll be able to give you contractors. And if you need anything, please email me. So uh, she said, hey, would you leave a review? I said, of course. So I got home, left a review immediately and said, hey, thank you so much. We just left you a review. And by the the way if you can share any contacts with us for contractors because we don't know anyone in the area please do and she's like, oh my thank you so much for leaving us a great review and and, and absolutely i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out to a couple of my top clients so she did and she emailed me we got like eight different people from plumbers and builders and roof people to be able to you know contact with referral names in there to be able to get them out and actually give us quotes so again you just have to build relationships guys in this business to get things done and it's not that difficult just be a people person just be honest and go about your business and do your thing okay so i think in this short episode here that i wanted to do whether you're watching me on youtube or whether you're you know listening on the podcast it's a lot here for, to take away. And I didn't even come back. What I originally started was was kind of talking about life on the road as a real estate investor. Um, but being able to be be, uh, be in so many places, still making things happen, still closing deals, still buying deals, still working with coaching clients. Again, just think, I left Michigan, went to Florida. I was in Florida a week. I was in Savannah two days. Then I traveled 17 hours with a rest stop in Tennessee to Michigan. Then two days later, flew to St. Louis for two nights nights and then got back into Michigan and here I am. Next week I'm in Florida for a week. Then I go to Phoenix as I do this. Uh, I'm going to be going to Pace and Jamil's uh, premiere event, which is going to be awesome. I got invited to that, so appreciate them guys. And it's hectic. And then I'll be back again in Michigan. So I'm grateful that I'm able to travel and do these things while still running a business. Because guess what? What I'm talking to you on is the is the laptop, my cell phone, and uh, if I have a good internet connection, then I can make these things happen and still get things done. So a lot 
learning points in here from again local lenders to building relationships to get things done and over the line and while you're traveling you don't have your bank there's always a way around but it's how many phone calls are you willing to, to make are you willing not to take no for an answer because i wasn't i was determined that i was not driving four and a half hours that's what the easy answer was for everybody else i'm not taking nine hours out of my day when there's a way that we can legally do this i just needed to get people moving and acting and treat people right and we got it done which led into then getting a load of referrals for contractors in the area to hopefully do a good job and, and to you know in the lake house we're going to probably do 70 to 100 000 into this uh, my wife's going to be running that we just got the dumpster she's going to be gutting it she does a great job she runs our, our local rehab stuff for savannah and now obviously michigan so yeah all good and uh, hopefully you like this hopefully you got some value from this if you did please give me a like subscri subscribe to the channel or to the, or to the podcast drop a comment i'll personally uh, answer them uh, leave me a review whatever you can do check out reinetwork.com if you're interested in working with me you know again just just reach out you can dm me you can go to reinetwork.com slash join whatever you need but i'm here if you want me to do any content on anything reach out and, and i'm willing to do that i appreciate you all thank you for watching and listening and hopefully you got something from this episode all right guys appreciate you and i will see you on the next one thank you so much bye bye